What's good, everyone? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. It's past five o'clock. It's almost six right now. Six thirty. So that means all you guys should be off work. And it's Thursday, so that means tomorrow's Friday. So that means only one more day for you guys to work. Now, I know y'all be feeling good. The weekend's almost here. As usual, if you're going out tonight, be safe. But this is another segment of Ray's podcast, and I have a lot to talk about today because the Cleveland Cavaliers lost yesterday. So now that will have me to be talking about a lot of topics, you know, with LeBron James' future, if they were so to lose, and last night game because it was special. What it is and what it ain't. If you don't like what I got to say, then join the debate. Yesterday, the Boston Celtics defeated the Cleveland Cavaliers 96-83. to And God, Jason Tatum. That boy is not a rookie anymore. We got to stop saying that. He is a grown man. He's a grown man, for real. Like, he's young? Oh, yeah, of course he's young, but he is a grown man. And it's telling by the way he's playing. Now, it will suck, you know, because... He wasn't doing this the whole year, like the way how he's playing now. Like he had a decent year for a rookie, but I mean, should they give him the rookie of the year by the way he's playing? Uh, it's tough because Donovan Mitchell and Ben Simmons was balling, 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 balling. So Jason Tatum led the way yesterday for the Celtics with 24 points, and he played 41 minutes last night, seven for 15 from the field, seven rebounds and four assists. I mean, he deserved to be out there. He we ain't had nobody stop him. Cleveland could not stop him last night. That young boy was killing. I'm talking about one dribble, stutter, pull up, gang your block. Mm. Another three pointer. Mm. Turn around, step back off one foot. Mm. That boy looked tough, boy. If I want to know he's going to be like this, God. I, I mean, I know he's going to have a good career, but this early right now, it's tough. Duke product. Shout out to all the Duke fans out there. I'm a Carolina fan, but shout out to all the Duke fans. You know, ain't no love lost. The second leader scorer, scorer for the Celtics was Jalen Brown, another young gunner from Cal, California. He went to college there, obviously. It is for sorry. Is the young generation taking over now? Are they taking over? Because these young boys right now are killing LeBron James. And his team, not just LeBron, but in his team. LeBron did everything that he could. He had 26 points. 10 rebounds, shot 11 for 22 from the field, 1 for 6 from the 3. He had a bad shooting night from the 3. I mean, we all know Bron is not – he can shoot threes, but he's not like a shooter shooter, but he can shoot threes. But the thing about LeBron James' performance last night that I didn't like, that he had six turnovers in the loss. <laughs> six turnovers in the loss. LeBron James has been averaging six turnovers in this series. Man, six turnovers, that is terrible. Me, as for being a former point guard, you know – you know you're not going to be perfect. You want to go in there every game to try to have zero turnovers, and it's very frustrating, whether it's a win or a loss. But if you're, you know, ball dominant on the team, 80% of the time the ball is in your hand, maybe 90, you know what I'm saying? You know you're going to have, you're going to make mistakes because you're going to try to make plays for others. You got to create for others. You're looking to probably have two turnovers. Threes will kill you, but you'll live with three. But averaging six turnovers, LeBron James, in this series, and now you're down 3-2. That is not a good look. That's not a good look. Not a good look. Wow, I said that the Celtics were going to lose. I was wrong. I said that the Celtics were only going to win two games in this series. They already won three, and they're up 3-2. 
what's so crazy here is everybody playing good at home. Like, the Celtics are a different team at home, and the Cavs are a different team at home. And when both teams are away, they're trash. <laughs> it's like somebody just taking these powers away from them. I don't know if it's the plane ride. I don't know if it's the hotel room or something. But it, it looks – how these – they are the best – this is the highest level of basketball, and you guys are, like, not consistent. I mean, J.R. Smith, come on now. Two points last night and played 26 minutes? Come on, J.R. Two points? I don't know what was up with Cal Corver. I mean, not Cal Corver, Tyron Lue, because he didn't even play Cal Corver. That's the reason why I said Cal Corver first. Cal Corver didn't even play, like, over seven minutes in the third quarter. Now, last game when Cleveland won, he was the second leading scorer with 14 off the bench. He's playing less minutes than J.R. Smith and uh, George Hill, and he and he scored more than them. Last night he had seven points. The man had seven points and 19 minutes. J.R. played 26 minutes and only had two. George Hill played 30 minutes and only had seven. The same amount. Of, I got the same amount of points as you, boy, and I played less than you. Tyron Lewis, what's up with your coaching? What's up with your coaching? That was. You know, terrible. That was probably the most dumbest thing, just like how Steve Kerr did and not even playing JaVel McGee against the Rockets uh, in, what, game four also. Like, what's – are y'all not going against – I mean, are y'all not going with, like, what y'all been doing the whole time, this whole year? Like, what has been making your team successful? I'm like, where is Kyle Corver? Other people were tweeting, where is Corver? Why is Corver not playing? I mean, obviously, if it was me, if it was 2K, I'll sub Corver in. But <laughs> – I'm not the coach. Now, Tyron Lue, what's good with you? Because now you're down 3-2. Will you be a coach next year in Cleveland? If y'all lose, I'm, I mean, I, and I'm not going against. I'm not going away from my prediction. I still believe that the Cavs will win this series. I still believe that they can. But, you know, people be like, the only way they're going to win is if LeBron scores 60 LeBron scored 50. Even if the man does score that much. All right, so say if LeBron does, because Cleveland's going to win game six at home. I mean, they're going to win at home. They, they play good at home, holding the team. Now, if they lose at home, if they lose at home, LeBron's definitely leaving. <laughs> He's definitely leaving. That would be so embarrassing, so embarrassing to lose game six in Cleveland, the Quicken Loans Arena, and don't even make the NBA Finals. You lost to a team without Kyrie and Hayward. Now imagine when Kyrie and Hayward come back. If you can't beat these young boys without the super, without the main superstars, or you know Kyrie Irving, who's like a big, big, big person in the NBA. And imagine when he come back. He's definitely leaving if they lose a game six. But they're not gonna lose a game six. I mean, it's a no brainer because you know Celtics are sorry at home. I mean, sorry away. So I see it going to seven. Now say LeBron James does score fifty or sixty points. And then they lose. You're, you're going to be like, I mean, I'm going to be like, dang, LeBron did everything that he could. But the, the majority of the population of everybody, you know, the LeBron haters or people, you know, that like they're going to say, well, he didn't make it to the finals. And he lost to the Celtics. LeBron's trash. He should end this conversation with Jordan. I mean, if he was to score 60 or 50, shouldn't he get his props for that? I mean, that is Jordan-like. It's been times when Jordan scored a lot of points and lost games, but I'm not even on the LeBron James and Jordan conversation right now. That's long gone. Right now, we're not talking about that. The main focus right now is can Cleveland win this series? 
Because if they lose game six at home, LeBron is going home. I mean, LeBron is out. He's not staying in Cleveland. He's going to probably go to Houston, L.A., or um, what's the other team the Sixers? And Cummins. And I, what I think LeBron should probably go, he's best friends with Ben Simmons. If he was to leave, the best team for him to go is the Sixers. Now, if he goes to play with James Harden and because as of right now, the Rockets don't, I mean, the Rockets will accept him. Don't get me wrong. They will accept him. But right now, they don't need him. They won't need him because they're in a good position right now. We're going to get, I'm going to get to that soon. So, what's up? Like, what's going on here? Why is everybody playing inconsistent? Like, when I want to watch these games, I am a Cleveland fan. But when I, when I want to watch these games, I could probably speak for you guys also. I'll be trying to watch a good game. doesn't matter if my favorite team win or lose. I'll be trying to watch a good game. I, you know, go out my way to get ready, 8.30 or 9 o'clock, whatever the time is that the game starts, and I just want to watch a good game. Yes, obviously, basketball is a game of runs. I'm trying to see it go down to the wire. But the only game that in the Eastern Conference or the Western Conference Finals, the only game that has been good the whole series that hasn't been a blowout is when the Rockets stole game four in the Oracle. That was the only game. Everything else was a double-digit win margin or blowout. I mean, I don't know. It looks WWE to me. But we'll see because Cleveland got their backs against the wall. And they got to go do what their slogan says, whatever it takes, because they better do whatever it takes or they're already going to be home, but they're going to really go home, like to their crib crib. So, JR, you going to show up in Boston? Because I'm, 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 I'm already saying that the Cavs are going to win six. They got to. They, you know, they got to. And the Celtics play trash away. So, I'm already going to say that's going to happen. Are the role players going to step up in the big lights? Game seven. You know, eight years ago, around this time, when the Celtics did lead 2-0, just like how they did in this series this year, they beat LeBron. The Celtics beat LeBron in six. And then, obviously, LeBron left and went to Miami. Will that happen again this year? Will LeBron lose in six? Will history, I mean, not history, but will, you know, deja vu to LeBron James? Will we be seeing LeBron taking off his jersey in the Quicker Loans Arena with a camera on him? Will we see it again? He looked exhausted. He looked exhausted last night. Yes, LeBron James is tired, but he does not get a pass for that because everybody has been playing the whole year just like him. He spends, what, a, bi- a billion, a million dollars, what, a million dollars on his body? It's the summertime. It's the playoff time. This is why, this is why any basketball player trains. They keep, to have your body to be ready for, you know, the big lights, the real deal games. Of course, every game, you're supposed to go every single game giving it your all. But, you know, when it's playoff, that's when you're supposed to tune up because now you're trying to win a championship. You're supposed to, you want to get to the playoffs, you know. Once you do that, now it's time to get to the championship. You're going to a whole different gear. And you spend all this money on your body, LeBron. I know you're tired. I know you're doing a whole lot. But we can't keep, not even just, I can't say we. You can't keep getting excuses. You can't. You're doing your part. Don't get me wrong. You also played a big part in the loss, too, because you had turnovers. So, you know, your mess-ups was also a big part also. It ain't like, I mean, you do need your other players to step up, too. But, you know, you messed up yourself, too. LeBron does not get a pass from last night. He lost. In the second half, LeBron went 4 for 11 from the field, 
shot 36% and had four turnovers. Shoot, in the fourth quarter, he went one for four from the field. 25% and two turnovers. He had no assists. So we got to stop acting like he wasn't the part of the reason why they lost last night. You know? Steph ain't get a, uh, a pass when his teammates blew the lead. We got to have... We got we to gotta, we gotta play it the both ways. Now in the wild, wild west, this is where it's going to be exciting to me because, you know, I've been bashing James Harden. The series is tied 2-2. We finally saw a good game in game four from both teams, even though the, even though the Warriors did blew the lead. But it doesn't matter. It came to be a close game because, um, if I'm not mistaken, off the top, James Harden and them boys, they won by three points in the Oracle. Yeah, they stole it because Curry missed the three-pointer, which I thought was going to make it going to overtime. Thought it was going to go into overtime. And I didn't think that the Rockets were going to win the game, but they did win that last game. So now tonight, it's the big lights. Tonight, you're back in H-Town, James Harden. You're back at home. Now, if we have common sense, you have home court advantage. Because if you win tonight and then you lose an Oracle... You still go back at home for seven. You still go home. You still go home for seven. You got all the momentum in the world. You're the first team to beat Golden State at home since, what, 2016 when Cleveland came back down from 3-1? They just broke the record passing the Bulls for 16 games straight at home in the playoffs. You broke that streak. You broke it. All the momentum is on you. All the momentum is on the Rockets. All of them. And what? And when Chris Paul and James Harden scores over 25 points, they're 8-0. They're undefeated. Houston dynamic duo? So when they both get buckets over 25, they ain't lose a game? Now, I did say before this series started that there's no chance. There was no chance that they can stay with them Warrior boys. And I'm going to keep that same energy. But I am being proved wrong, and James Harden is playing defense. And if he continues to play his defense, he's going to be a bad boy. Now, Boston, as of right now, is looking because last night Boston took care of it, so they're up 3-2. And if the Cavs win, you know, they have home field advantage because they're going to be in game seven. As of right now, because right now with common sense, as if we're going off how the series has been playing over there, in the East, it's looking like Boston is going to get to the finals because they play terrible away, but they play great at home. Now, obviously, it's LeBron James. That's a whole other different conversation, but we're just going to – I ain't even going to get into that part. And if the Rockets can beat the Warriors tonight again because they the only team to beat them at home, if they can beat them now – Tonight, and they go up 3-2, it's looking like we will have Boston versus the Rockets in the NBA Finals. And I'm not even going to lie. That's going to be a good series if that was to happen in the Finals. That would be a good series. Boston versus the Rockets, two brand-new teams that we haven't seen in a long time in the Finals, you know, because they've always been Cleveland. Well, really always been LeBron in the Finals versus either Golden State or, you know, the Spurs or anybody else. And we'll get to see a new face, you know, new team, something from the start. That would be a good finals. Ain't going to lie, that would. Now, Boston was to face the Warriors, then uh, clearly I think the Warriors will sweep them or beat them in five at least. But Or if the Cavs would play the Rockets, I think the Cavs would 
definitely can take care of that real easy. Not easy, but they can take care of that. It wouldn't be as hard as, you know, beating the Warriors. But those two teams are not looking too good right now. Because Iggy is questionable tonight and Clay is banged up and questionable tonight also. So their best defender, well, two of their best defenders, don't even look like they're going to be healthy tonight. Now we're in H-Town, Travis Scott, everybody lit. It's looking real shaky right now. So for my prediction tonight, for tonight's game, I think Houston wins tonight's game. Yeah. That don't mean I don't have them winning the series. I don't, I don't think they're going to win a series. But I, tonight, I got Houston winning. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. They're back at home. Momentum's all over them. So if you had to, if if I had to, if I if I was to put money on it, my money's gonna be on Houston tonight. If I was to put money on it, you might think different. Why would you bet against, you know, Golden State? You know, two games in a row. It's hard to beat Golden State two times in a row. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. But you didn't. I didn't. I me neither. I didn't think that the Rockets are gonna win an Oracle at all. Zero chance. If I was to bet on that, I would have put a lot of money on that. <laughs> a lot of money because the Oracle and the Oracle, losing an Oracle, them boys feel real good right now. And they should because they on top. So tonight, James Harden, what you going to do? <laughs> what you going to do? Do it for the fans. Do it for yourself. I don't know what's going to motivate you. CP, you got to come out with that same energy. Because if they mess this up tonight and they go back to the Oracle in six, damn, that would be so, so sad. <laughs> it will be so sad. You did all that work, and then now you're going to come back to the Oracle down again. When you already down, you fall your way all the way back. They should be all right, though. They should be all right. Houston should win. They should be good. But today, something uh, new came out today, you know, the NBA first teams. And that's going to be something to really argue, um, argue about because it's a, it's a person in there that's in the first team that people are disagreeing with. So all NBA teams, you know, first team was LeBron James, James Harden, who were both, you know, unanimously. So that's giving us something, you know, will they be tied for MVP? Or same thing with the rookie, um, the all-rookie team, you know, Donovan Mitchell and Ben Simmons was uh, unanimously. Same thing, both tied. But back on this, LeBron James, James Harden, Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant, and Dame Dollar, Damian Lillard. <laughs> Ooh. I'm backing you up on this one, Dame. I got you. The second team was Giannis, Russell Westbrook, Joel Embiid, LaMarcus Aldridge, and DeMar DeRozan. Very respectable. Third team, Victor Oladipo. Shouts out to you, man. Good season this year. Carl Anthony Towns had a good year. Didn't look good in the playoffs, but shouts out to you too. Jimmy Butler, Paul George, and Steph. Stephen Curry was a third team this year. So my man Jalen, you know, we were just talking a couple minutes ago. He was like, he believed Russell Westbrook or Curry should have been first team over Damian Lillard. And I and a lot of people I've been reading comments on Twitter have been saying that also. Now I'm 
I believe Damian Lillard deserved it. You may say, why you think that? First of all, the Blazers, before the All-Star break, wasn't even the top eight teams in the playoff race. They went on a little streak, led by Dame and, you know, his teammates also, yes. Now I won't just him, but I'm going to get to that. And then they finished third in the West. Not the East, the West. Now, Russell Westbrook, he did almost, well, no, you know, almost. He did average a triple-double this year again. Because he ended up grabbing, what, six, he had to get 16 boards the last game of the season, I think, against Memphis. I could be wrong about the team, but I think it was Memphis. And he did get that, and he averaged a triple-double. So he's like, he averaged a triple-double. Why is he not first-team? First well, I mean, Russell is a great individual player. Don't get me wrong. And averaging a triple-double, we have not seen that from nobody ever since Oscar Robinson. But his record was not better than Dame's. What Dame did this year, don't get me wrong, triple-double is outstanding. But what Dame did this year was unreal. The Trailblazers, the Portland Trail. If, I, if we talked about before this season started, who you think would be the top eight teams, you probably would have put the Blazers at seven to eight. Don't lie. <laughs> Don't lie. If I had a crystal ball and said, I believe the Trailblazers would be top three in the West, you'd be like, shut up. If, if I was even telling you that, I'd be sounding silly. So Russell Westbrook, I believe why he got it over Russell is because he had a better record and from what he did. So he really deserved it. Now Stephen Curry. Him and Steph did average the same amount of points, 36. I think what uh, Dame had .5 over him, you know, 36.5 or something like that. I mean, not 36, I'm violent. 26.5. But this is the thing. Stephen Curry only played 51 games this year. Fifty-one game this year. He played fifty-one games. Damon Lillard played seventy-three. He played more games than them. Damon Lillard was what? Conference player of the West three times this year. He averaged what? Thirty-two in the month of February. That man deserved it. And that's why he got it. So that answers that for the first team why Damian Lillard was in the first team over Stephen Curry. Stephen Curry wasn't healthy this year. He didn't play a lot of games this year. He did average a lot. But from the games that he played, didn't qualify. So that's why he didn't get the award. Same reason why Joel Embiid didn't get rookie of the year last year. Joel averaged 20, but he only played, what, 30-some games? Brogdon only played, what? I mean, Brogdon only averaged 10 points and he won rookie of the year. If Joel would have played the whole season, he would have got rookie of the year. So what it is and what it ain't. If you don't like what I got to say, then join the debate. Copy.